Live. Live, live, live. One hour earlier than usual. To accommodate the inner workings of the complicated mess. And you have a new hat. Um, I've worn this before on the show. Really? Yeah. Where the hell was I? Uh... You drink coffee anymore? I do. Um, I actually got a new coffee machine. It hasn't arrived yet. I think it's supposed to arrive today. Um, and uh, I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, I drink coffee in the morning. It, this new coffee machine, is it uh, one of those like speedy ones? Or is it more of a, I'm going to take my time and I'm going to... Be no, fancy with it. It's not a fancy one, just like oh. a drip coffee with a pot kind of thing. Let's check it out real quick. Um, oh, I used to have one like this. I used to have, I, I may have actually had this exact one at one time. No, not that one. Okay. This is what you got? Yeah. Oh, that's nice, dude. It's recommended by James Hoffman. This is a coffee nice guy. machine. What do you mean it's no big deal? This is a big deal. Yeah, well, it's not like a ritual kind of thing. It's just like pot coffee. Really simple to use. Well, that's um, fine, but this is a premium unit right here. Yeah, I like it. This is it not cool. uh, This is not your Walmart special over here. This is an upgraded unit. Um, okay, yeah. There's pour over function Dude, as well. I am excited for you. But it has like a thermal carafe. So. <laughs> <laughs> so it's pretty cool. Oh man, there's warm, you know. few things in this world I enjoy more than you like your coffee. Well, no, but I I do like coffee. But okay, just yeah, yeah. new Willie do purchases are actually an interest of mine. Okay, sorry, it's the for the audio listeners. It's the Bre Brevel 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 yeah BDC. Uh, 450 BSS. I used to have the BDC 650 okay. over there. Yeah, because yeah, and this one would grind as well at the same time. Okay. So if you're into grinding beans and you don't want to have a separate grinder, I recommend this machine as well. Yeah, we were looking at that. But, yeah. Um, was it was it messy? Yeah, it's it's so it's hard to clean, and you're just sitting there thinking, well, the grinding portion is actually the annoying part. Um. So you get a separate grinder, and if over time, if it gets louder, the motor fades or whatever, just get a different grinder as opposed to having it all embedded. But I got to tell you, there is something nice about hitting one button, grind sure. and brew uh -huh. to whatever strength you like. It's kind of cool. And it's fresh. Always fresh. But but I always grind regardless. I just have a separate oh, okay. grinder now. Right, right. Uh, are you going to be grinding or? Yeah, we're going to be grinding. Yeah, with a separate, uh, <laughs> easy, with a separate grinder. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so did you know what grinder you're going with, or do you have that yet? We out? have one already. Okay. Yeah, it's just like a basic one. Well, because the other thing there, some of those are really loud, and that matters in the morning if you're sure, not waking sure. up at the same time. Yeah, we're hoping that um, we're going to use the auto brew. So you're going to grind at night? Yeah, before, and then it's just going to make a hot pot of coffee you're gonna morning. grind at night rather than the morning yeah which it's not quite as fresh i'm just gonna put that out <laughs> yeah. there yeah so yeah, that's I the only it. issue with that strategy 
But there are also some grinders out there that are surprisingly quiet, and you can run them in the morning and not really bother too many people. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's it's you're not the first person that's been bothered by that, and is now it? they actually measure the decibel on it, and mm. and they you can get some quiet grinders. Is there one that you recommend? trying to remember the one that i have right now it's also an amazon if you go to amazon it's a it's a croups it's a, a k-r-u-p-s it's not that model though hmm. what i like about mine is it's very small i want that's it right there yeah oh, okay. silent vortex silent vortex it's 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 not silent obviously but for my needs this thing is it's oh wait i apologize it's actually the ultimate silent with the stainless steel on the side that's the one okay okay um it's very quiet it's it's shockingly quiet and of course you can use it for other things you can see they've actually actually made their own breadcrumbs or something and barbecue sauce and spices you can use it for cooking okay. but uh, i use it for coffee and there's a couple different settings for the amount of volume output that you want on it mm-hmm uh, what I like is, so it grinds into the cup, you tip the cup over, pour the whole contents in. Mm-hmm. Um, everything is self-contained and it's tiny. So it fits, no matter what kind of kitchen setup you have, you want to get it under the cabinet or something like that. Okay. It's a tiny little unit. It seems, uh, is it wireless? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. You got to plug they it in. They make it look wireless. Well, they, on, always, no. they always do that stuff. We'll make it look cleaner that way, but yeah. Yeah, I like that unit quite a bit. It looks like actually, if you look at the reviews there, people like it as well. So you can get it on Amazon. Uh, you can pair it with a coffee maker like the one Will just got, and you're going to be uh-huh. all set. Speaking of uh, consuming things, there was like a long chat about pizza. Oh, yeah. Shout out Lonely Loner. Uh, thank you for the super chat. And what what favorite toppings? Yeah. Oh man, it varies all the time for me. I there are times where all I want to have is like a margarita pizza. I really don't want too much on. I just want to have a really nice tomato sauce and really nice mozzarella and basil and call it a day. Uh-huh. And then there's other times where I'm I really need some things on there. And yeah. so I really don't have like a permanent go-to order. I don't mind like you can see that one there. They actually put tomato on it. I don't mind that. I like onion on pizza a lot. Mm-hmm. If you can put onion with like some sort of sausage or something, that combination is unreal. Is it uh, raw onions or cooked? No, there uh, is a difference. No, no. I want like a red onion that's raw. that's raw, but then like obviously it's, it's baked anyway. Sure. So it's kind of yeah. cooked, but I don't want it sautéed or something like that. Okay. I mean, that's getting too. That's too much. It's already indulgent to begin with. That's getting to be too much. I do want a little freshness over there. Uh-huh. I will put a different, um, you know, I'll put it. I'll put a green pepper on there from time to time. I don't mm-hmm. really care that much about it, though. Do you like it to, spicy? To the extent that I would have an onion on it. Uh-huh. Spicy could be okay. I like subtle toppings, too, that I feel like have a big impact, like things like rosemary or uh, sometimes there's like a place in the city that does a sesame on the crust like i like okay. some, some subtle toppings too sometimes okay do you like dipping uh usually no into what what am i dipping into like the 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 like ready the, the ready-made uh, dips that come with the <laughs> you seem offended i'm a little offended I don't think it should really need it. if it's hitting all the markers. And of course, we're talking here. You're showing me a pizza from a wood burning oven 
with an unbelievable crust and a little yeah, charring. Like, yeah. I don't want really, what am I going to put that in? Barbecue sauce or some sort of uh, ranch or something? That would be just rude. Well, yeah, a simple pizza like a margarita, I think, is supposed to be eaten, like, without anything. Yeah. Um, but the more customized pizzas, is it more forgiving to actually just go with sauce as well? Like a dipping sauce? I don't know. I don't know how I feel. I don't know what to say here. Because okay. there is ranges to this. Like, for sure, you could get... I tend to think if you have to dip your pizza, it's probably not the best pizza to begin with. Which I can't understand. Maybe you got it from the local or uh, quick order type spot and it's a little bit dry or something like that. Mm -hmm. But on a thin crust margarita style like this, it's this. I don't see it. Yeah. I don't see it. Mm -hmm. uh, this is more, I mean, you're looking for the natural flavors here. You're not looking to get like really a punch in the mouth type uh -huh, of thing. Uh -huh. It's a different. But yeah, if you're going like Super Bowl status, you're ordering five pizzas from a place and it's your local dry pizza delivery spot, then yeah. I get it. You right, gotta right. you gotta make do, right? All right. Um pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Yeah, sure. I, yeah. I, I have no You offended uh, half the people. Yeah, like that one always because and we talked about this before in the show. It's like a sweet, it's a sweet and salty. It's like a peanut butter. It's like there's so many foods that are in that category that are not, sure. that are normal. Although peanut butter is offensive to some people uh, in the world that are unfamiliar with it. They're like, what is this weird this paste concoction going yeah. on over here? Um, but sweet and salty happens all the time. Like I'll have chocolate with the sea salt chocolate. And I just love that co crazy combo, that crazy wild combo. Sure. And I just, so I just, you know, you break it down. There's only so many flavors, actually. There's textures added to it, but there's only so many flavors, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. In the in the palate. And there's levels of it. Saltiness, sweetness, spiciness, umami. Like, there's only so yeah. many flavors. And uh -huh. so if it, for me, it's like, yeah, of course, there's a way you could do it. You don't want to be overwhelmingly sweet. It's probably mm -hmm. about ratios more so. But I'm not one of these people that... <laughs> Is overly offended. I'm not overly offended by any food combination. It's if you okay. ask me to appreciate something, like I'm going to really give it a deep dive. I'm going to give it a shot. And I'm going to like some things more than others, but I rarely bump into something that I am offended by it. Uh huh. You know, I might have my preferences, but I'm going to take a crack. Okay. In most cases. Right so. on. Onions. I love onions. Okay. Uh, if you were to say like a, a certain flavor, I feel like enhances That's most things. I would say onions, onions and garlic. Yeah, okay. and I have a and I and I have a problem with salt. Like I definitely, if you give me when you you when when we were bringing those kettle chips in here with the salt, like I don't even know how to shut it down when it comes yeah. to a crunch yeah. with the salt. <sighs> no, I feel the same way. Desserts for me, not so much. Right, like the sugar, but salt. I can eat like a salt lick or something. <laughs> I don't even know how to shut it down. I don't know yeah, when to shut it down. Tough. I don't know how it's to tough. shut it down. So lately, I've had to just be more uh, like vigilant with it. Where I'm actually just looking. I'm actually just saying, okay, I'm I'm not doing that level of sodium. That's out of control because mm -hmm. I'm feeling like you're feeling like crap if you're having that much salt. Yeah. Do you get bloated? 
Oh, you're getting bloated. You're getting swollen. You're feeling hot. You're feeling yeah. tired. You're, you know, me. I like to go and and uh, strap the blades on and play. And I'm feeling a lack of energy. And I'm sure. having to overhydrate. And it's just you notice it for sure. You especially as you get older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You notice it. The sodium will just like. Well, speaking of a punch in the mouth, it, the, 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 it'll hit you. Yeah, the bloated. And so, <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Well, thank you for that talk there, uh, Will. Is there uh, any updates on anything? Uh, AirTag? Stalking? No, tracking? nothing. Nothing with the AirTag. There's a group of guys out there with metal detectors the other day, yesterday. And I was like, Yo, maybe it's the AirTag squad, but... In reality, they, they had a bunch of surveying equipment. I think they were looking for some, you know, oh, some okay. gas lines. Or, you didn't hire them to... No, no, no. They had to... orange vests on. But I was, like, sitting there thinking. It's, it's, it's interesting how much authority, like, comfort we we have with the orange vest. It's like, hey, he's got, he got an orange vest. It's supposed to be official. Yeah, they're helping out. Meanwhile, Willie, dude, you could just go get an orange vest and start creeping around and you're, yeah. like, uh, it's, just, it's just an orange vest. Just it's generic. tags everywhere. It's a generic orange vest. And I'm like, ah, him? No. Look, he's in the orange. I don't know why he's in the bathroom with me. He's got an orange <laughs> vest, so he must be fine. Pants down. I don't know why he's strapped himself to the roof of my vehicle, but he's got an orange vest, so uh -huh. he must be doing something yeah, important. Yeah. Reliable. Orange vest guy. Mm-hmm. Big X on it. Yeah. Shout out, Colin. Uh, report. Apple's struggle to develop micro-LED technology led to iPhone 10 changes and reliance on... Samsung. Excuse me, Samsung? Yeah, it's Tim here. Listen. We're going to need to get back together. We're going to need to uh, rekindle. Because this, might, this, this display stuff is hard. Yeah, who knew? This display stuff is hard over here. Why didn't you tell me? Why didn't you tell me before when you were charging me all this money for it and I was negotiating and you could have just said it was hard. Apple is heavily invest, has, has heavily invested in developing its own micro-LED tech. And we talked about upcoming OLED stuff as well. For almost a decade... To break away from Samsung as a as a supplier, this is according to the information, which is one of Will's favorite publications. Also, sometimes he misinterprets it as an actual headline. <laughs> if anyone remembers back to that moment, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apple's micro LED displays have reportedly taken much longer to develop than expected, forcing it to deepen its ties with Samsung until the technology is ready. Micro LED offers better durability, efficiency, brightness, dynamic range, and viewing angles compared to existing technologies like OLED. Do, I don't know if I agree to all those things, do I? Dynamic range? Better than OLED? I mean, micro-LED is obviously an improvement over just typical LED, but I put it toe-to-toe -to -toe with OLED. And Apple apparently planned to use micro-LED rather than OLED for 2017's iPhone X, but its high manufacturing costs and potential for defects led to the switch to the new display technology being pushed further down the pipeline Apple still purportedly plans to introduce its first micro-LED displays on the Apple Watch next year, with the panels likely to be supplied by LG and Sharp rather than Samsung. The company originally planned to introduce the first Apple Watch with a micro-LED display this year, but it again faced difficulties bringing the technology to market. A lot of the stuff with these displays has to do with manufacturing defects and yield 
at massive scale and timing and just, well, tremendous expertise, Will. Mm-hmm. You got to have tremendous expertise to pull this stuff off at scale, and you can you can hit the Samsung speed dial, and they'll be like, "We'll take care of that." And it's got to be appealing to a company that has to meet some crazy delivery criteria for volume. Mm. Holiday season coming up, and they're like, "You know, we're going to need two million of these things. We can't afford to fail, mm-hmm. and we need to have reliable costs." And it highlights the integration here. It hi- highlights the. Mm, necessary relationships in the space to make the products you love happen Mm -hmm. now apple has sought for a while to own as much of the internal components inside of your mobile devices including their own silicon now and whatever else and so you have to assume they would love to absorb this role and and no longer be lining Samsung's pockets, who could be perceived is a competitor mm-hmm. in some sense. But the struggle will, will, will remain be, because of the fact that this happens to be one of Samsung's core competencies. And they're relied upon by a variety of manufacturers, not just Apple, to be the best in this category. And LG is making their own micro LED technology too, right? Micro or mini? Micro. Isn't it micro? Oh, we're talking micro. Lovely. Yeah. Micro is way better than mini. Yeah. I don't know if you knew that, Will. I and you know what's know. you know what's better than micro? Nano. That's coming up, right? You gotta go you go mini, micro, nano. Mm-hmm. And somebody in the chat can let me know what comes after nano. Mm-hmm. Remember the iPod nano? Yeah. This is when the particles shrink. Great device. iPod Nano? Yeah. You had one? No. What were you doing? Uh, a couple push-ups and jumping jacks at the gym with your iPod Nano? I could just picture it. You probably had the arm strap. There were m- many uh, variations, right? Yeah. But I was talking about the OG, the original Is it Nano. this one? No, it was the one that scratched a lot. It was the one that had the chrome on the back. You see it on the far left, 2005. So it had that oh, mirror yeah. mirror finish, polished stainless steel back, oh, right. which got scratched up like crazy. There wouldn't be an inch unscratched. People, it was. I think there might have been a class action. Really? On that baby. And you're just scrolling through with the click wheel. You remember the simpler times, Will, before you were bombarded by social media smacking you in the mouth mm-hmm. 24-7? yelling and screaming at you and all you were doing was like selecting the next track or even being more spontaneous or more Uh loose with it and just letting it randomly select the next song Uh uh-huh yeah those were the good old days holy man remember that that was an odd noise my my thing there you hear that nobody likes that noise you need some WD-40 there, bud. Dub D. Dub D. You can tell Siri how to eject water from your iPhone. Here's how. We've seen these clips in the past, super high-speed camera clips of water being ejected out of the speaker grill on the Apple Watch. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, and it's like oh, that's Cool nice. animation there. So cool. We should put this in a commercial. Yeah. Uh, it's no secret that water and electronics don't make a good pair. I, uh, my my AirPods went through the wash the other day. Mm. 
AirPods third generation. Mm. I believe it was those ones. And the case came out no without the AirPods. So it opened up? It opened up in the pocket, opened up, extracted. Okay. The AirPods went flying. All of it was retrieved. All of it was fine. Oh, wow. Okay. Working fine. Most modern, it used to be instant death. It used to be they would have a little piece of litmus style paper inside these, well, the iPods that we just referenced. And Apple immediately, if that paper was red, turned red from moisture exposure, boom, no warranty. Mm. This was before anybody was talking IP in the tech space. And it was just like, nope, water, your problem, your fault. I would get people coming through the shop, they'd say, uh, I was drinking and it dropped in the toilet. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was drunk and I went and I dropped it in the toilet when I was drunk. And I'd be saying, you're so dead, dude. Get the rice out. I'll crack it open. And then I'd be showing them like, look, see all this corrosion over here? You're dead. And they'd be like, really? Am I really dead? I'm uh-huh. like, wow, it could, it could be an expensive repair. I don't know if it's worth it. Apple Store. Apple Store used to quote them some outlandish amount of money in the olden days. Mm-hmm. So they would just upgrade. They'd just be like, it's going to be $800. And they'd be like, $800? I paid 80 for it. And they're like, yeah, that's right. It'll be 800 Don't you want a new one? Okay, I'm exaggerating. Yeah. But you understand what I'm trying to get at here. Yeah. Uh, a- like- anyway, so we can do it now on our phone as well. We can extract the water. Yeah, you can ask Siri or you can download an app. I'm guessing Siri would be the most uh, convenient. Apple's virtual assistant can indeed help eject water from your iPhone that got a little too wet. To set it up and use the water eject function in shortcuts, follow these steps. Well, there's a list of steps there if you want to take a crack at it. You can create a shortcut for it or you can download the water eject shortcut. I don't think this is a thing that I've encountered, but I'm also not living... The California lifestyle of the wetsuit and the surf and being wet all the time because I'm constantly having this lifestyle. Or just washing your phone constantly, you know? On purpose? Yeah. Oh, is that you? Um, I do wash it from time to time, like maybe once a month. You're just washing the phone? Yeah. In a dishwasher? No, I uh, manually do it. Over the sink, although I don't feel like that's the best way to do it. Throw it in the dishwasher. <laughs> that might be better. With no no soap. Just a water, a hot water sample. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Let, all that, let all those glues loosen up a little bit on there. Well, yeah, it's... Uh, that was a joke. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you're probably fine. I, mean, I don't know. You got to turn the heat off or whatever, because I was just thinking all the adhesives and so forth, but... But I know some people... Didn't you watch. see those hot... Those hot uh, TikToks where you put it, it's actually in Japan, you just, in the bathroom, there's a slot you put it in. Really? You haven't seen these? No. There's like, you would go in to wash your hands and there would be a slot for your smartphone and while you're washing your hands, you would drop your phone into the slot and it would be cleaned. No. So as soon as your hands are clean, it then shoots it back up like a toaster. Take your phone and go. Um, you know what I'm saying? It's in the washroom? In the in the situation that I was talking about, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Well, I mean, you're gonna have to put like smartphone or whatever. All I see are washers. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is a ter- this is a terrible. That's a terrible 
I, I just think it's useful, you know? What is? Like, just asking your assistant on the phone just to, you know, eject water from the speaker. Because mm -hmm. I know a lot of people who wash their phones, like, literally with a sponge hmm. and soap. Hmm. You know? I don't know where we're at with this in 2023. This is really interesting. I don't... Because most of the sanitizers that exist don't want water still near your phone. Sure. They're just you're sure. going to use UV instead. So I'm a bit curious about this whole trend you're talking about with you and your friends having wash parties. Yeah, wash parties. <laughs> exactly. Well, Guys, you know, let's... Having, having a case, it does... Grime gets in there, right? I know. And dust no, and stuff. Uh, no, no, I know. I'm just... Just saying, Lou. No, I know. I just, I'm trying to envision... I don't know what percentage of people are dunking Probably not many. Because you could also just get alcohol wipes, and then that's sure. going to evaporate so much faster and probably kill more bacteria anyway. Yeah, but also having a case, you know, there's stuff that goes in between, and you kind of want to rinse it, right? Or wipe it off. But either way... I'd rather just like deep clean it. Yeah, a lot of people here are saying they do they do both. Somebody said easy to my wash party uh, comment, but who knows <laughs> in the future what people do as they as what they what people do for entertainment. Maybe they yeah. talk to their virtual uh, assistants and they get off on ejecting water out of their gadgets. Yeah, I don't I mean, know. That's that's something. I don't know. So all they have to say is, "Hey Siri, run water eject." Well, what if you just triggered somebody to eject water right there? Well, I mean... I've been eating be a lot of timing. dark chocolate, Will. Huh? I've been eating a lot of dark chocolate. Okay. Oh, I'm What percentage? I'm just into it, man. What 99? is this? 99? This is a 90. It's called Mint Blackout. This is not a sponsor. The company is called Alter Eco. This chocolate is awesome. This is fantastic chocolate. Okay. And you can really taste the quality. It's amazing with a tiny, so it does have some sugar in it, but it's amazing with a tiny bit of peppermint. This has organic peppermint oil in it. Mm -hmm. And it is amazing how big of an impact that makes to the mm. experience in a dark chocolate. Just gives it something little special to it. But anyway, I, I, I try them all. Right, right. I try them all. All these little, because I had a coconut one before that. Mm. I highly recommend the dark chocolate. I'll check it out. I I'm so into dark chocolate. If somebody hands me milk chocolate, I'm like, like it's, I'm, 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 where's the chocolate? Uh. It's kind of, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm missing that all I can taste is sugar mm -hmm. because I've adjusted. I've adjusted to the other way. It's kind of like coffee for that matter. Like I can't put sugar in my coffee. I can't do it. Oh. What about you? Can you do it? Sugar in the coffee? Um, no, not regularly. I can't do it. I put the sugar in there, and all of a sudden the coffee just disappears. The flavor that I'm looking for yeah. just fades away. Have you tried just uh, eating a little bit of chocolate and drinking coffee at the same time? Of course, you can't. Okay. Do it at all. I do it at it's all great. my. I do it at all my wash parties. Yeah. <laughs> Happens every week. <laughs> Xiaomi solid-state battery technology, a whole new revolutionary battery for smartphones. I saw you huh? post this, and I was like, what? What new revolutionary battery? Is it not lithium anymore? 
On Weibo today, Xiaomi unveiled a solid-state battery technology. This new technology has the potential to transform the battery business, according to numerous studies. New battery tech is a big advancement. A form of the electrolyte. The, the form of the electrolyte is the key distinction between solid-state batteries and conventional batteries. Completely or partially replace the electrolyte with solid-state electrolytes. This increases their resistance to impacts and extends their battery life. Hmm. More durable better battery life who doesn't want it and i guess they can increase density as an advantage of it energy density exceeds 1000 watt hour per liter that's a guess discharge performance at low temperatures we could put this can we put this in cars cars already have it uh. success rate against mechanical shocks needle insertion test yikes that sounds dangerous the high energy density of solid-state batteries is a key benefit. The chemical battery industry has faced major difficulties in boosting energy density. Solid-state batteries have an energy density that is two to three times higher than that of silicon oxide materials due to their greater storage capacity built to be more resilient. What this will mean for you, Will, is what? Bigger capacity. 6,000 milliamp hour ultra-large capacity solid-state battery from Xiaomi in your next Xiaomi phone currently being shown off in prototypes xiaomi 13 prototypes uh, a battery at this point i think it's becoming less and less of an issue on smartphones if you're talking these type of numbers for capacity and you're also teaming that with the ridiculous recharge rates that companies like xiaomi have have shown off mm -hmm. i'm recharging 4100 milliamp hours in five minutes on their latest prototype mm -hmm. All of a sudden, now I'm not even worried about battery. Yeah, I just top it off, like, you know, every day. And it'll be, like, super quick. I suppose one of the troubles with that is that the innovation can slow when the user demand is met. In other words, if, if all of a sudden people are pretty much taken care of and the demand is not, it's almost like the smartphone business in general. Mm. We're waiting for that next big demand, that next big product, because stuff has gotten good. This is another example of stuff getting good, better. Yeah. Meeting our criteria, meeting our needs. Solid state. Uh, the Guardian view on Dutch farmer protests. Did you read about this? A little bit. Okay. This is a little bit boggling to me. They're trying to expropriate the lands of the farmers, and the farmers are like, hey, man chill out here farming and they're using the environmental angle in order to make the case that this is justified mm. and the farmers are like we've been here dude we've kidding yeah agriculture my father fed your father bud you're gonna tell me about the environment you won't even you don't even have it. You don't even, you can't even sniff the environment without my potato. Mm. Without my salted potato. Oh, yeah, that is delicious. These days, Dutch farmers in the headlines for less upbeat reasons. The climate, energy, and a related biodiversity crisis belatedly take center stage in policymaking. The Prime Minister, Mark Rutt, has committed to having the country's overall nitrogen emissions by 2030. A large proportion of these are generated by the manure and urine produced by more than 100 million cattle, pigs, and chickens to reach the target and protect biodiversity in the polluted countryside. 
The government has announced plans to reduce livestock numbers by a third. Reluctant farmers have been warned they could be subject to compulsory buyouts. I guess that's the word, the wording I was looking for. Mm. I think I used a different word, but a compulsory buyout mm-hmm. sounds pretty strong-armed. Yeah. Like no if somebody choice. if somebody came in here and said, "Do what we say, post what we want, or you will be subject to a compulsory buyout." And we're like, is it a fair market rate? <laughs> it's Jack who's saying that. <laughs> like compulsory buyout, normally a buyout, I have an option or mm-hmm. I can negotiate. Compulsory buyout seems to take most of my leverage away here. Mm-hmm. And that you're talking I, about like lineage of just farmland that's been carried over by many generations. <clears throat> So how are they going to replace this? Like, they're going to have so much land. And do what? With their land? Put condos on it? I don't know. Oh. Uh, import their foods, become less independently sustainable, tell everybody what to do, what to eat, how to eat it, how to farm it, uh, mo- just move away from traditional practices in general. Everyone's drinking Soylent. Growing uh, in a lab. You know, we don't need those thinking dirt. So much nitrogen. I don't know, man. Listen, I would have to look into this more. I'm sure they make an argument. They're sitting there saying, uh, here's here's the emissions. Or they're going to make an argument for it, obviously. Mm -hmm. Obviously, there's probably a whole committee that has made all the arguments and the farmers obviously disagree with these arguments or a portion of these farmers disagree with these arguments or uh, they wouldn't be protesting. They wouldn't be driving their tractors down. And then it got even it got even more intense than that where you I, there's clips. You can see clashes between the farmers and the officials and the police. And yeah. you're seeing this thinking farmers really. Uh, we've seen this happen, though. You had farmer mm. protests in India. The farmer is an interesting one because they're so connected to the, to society in such an obvious and direct way. The farmer, yes, feeding the food that it always seems a little bit odd to be applying tremendous pressure to a group that fills such a significant role, mm-hmm. and uh, especially the independent farmer, the farmer who is not part of the gigantic conglomerate or is contributing in some other way. This this seems like a special character to me. This seems like something worth protecting. I, that's just my instinct on the matter. It's my intuition. Uh-huh. However, um, but not having a choice. Uh, other others others may other others may have a different point of view on that. And uh, I hope that things can be worked out in such a fa- in such a fashion that there can be a limited amount of impact. And I don't the sound of a compulsory buyout. I just can't imagine that being going over very well. Yeah, very swift. And, and the more that they lean into language like that or executing a task like that, I think the more resistance they're going to encounter. Yeah, that's my guess on the matter. Walmart is going to close its remaining Portland stores as crime-ridden city battles shoplifting wave. We talked about shoplifting on the show the other day. Uh, the clip, something... The kids? Yeah, it was becoming a trend almost. On TikTok. 
And and again, the intuition there was it that for me at least is it probably won't end well. People have a variety of reasons to with with how they're capable of justifying such actions. But if you zoom out far enough, I think it's pretty easy to see that long term there's going to be consequences. Uh, you're going to end up people people that are willing to pay are going to end up paying more. Sure, companies that are serving a community could end up. I mean, maybe people are celebrating this this particular thing, but the cost of things has the potential to go up in general. Your access to things has the potential to change, and it just may in the long run do more harm than good. Walmart will close its last two stores in crime-plagued Portland. By the way, Walmart has stated that it's poor sales. I believe the official line on that was poor sales. I don't know if they said it was because of theft, even though there is plenty of evidence that that could have played a role. Mm-hmm. Walmart said the decision to close the Portland stores followed a careful review of their overall performance. Now, I would assume that theft and losses would weigh into that performance, but I don't know to what extent. you got to measure out these profit margins. And it's funny because people say, well, really, the CEOs are the thieves because they're making so much damn money. Well, you know, okay, yeah, maybe, but, but... in the meantime, there's local people that are in your community that have a job at these stores, stock yeah. these shelves, could face some sort of punitive measure themselves for not monitoring these goods. Mm-hmm. There's, It's a lot – the problems start a lot smaller before you start to impact the guy at the very top. He'll just close the damn store. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Nearly 600 employees who worked at the two stores uh, face layoffs or transfers, but I don't even know how you're really going to transfer when you live there. Are you really going to move for another Walmart job? Are you going to be able to afford that on a Walmart salary? And Maybe, maybe, I don't know. A careful review of overall performance. You can see the angle the New York Post took here. Uh, they really are leaning into the theft thing. I've noticed even myself, I'm scrolling the new version of Twitter, which has become extremely TikTok-y with fights. And I can see people being, uh, I, there's a lot of theft videos. Oh, look at this person stealing a TV straight out of a Walmart. Look at this person being confronted for filling their bag full of stuff. There is a feeling that it's more prevalent. I don't have the numbers. I'm not sure that Walmart would share it. It might be a bad look for them. Mm-hmm. But apparently, this, the, the, according to the, the, the sort of sentiment being proposed by this particular by this particular website and others, is that this shoplifting stuff is pretty intense right now. Mm-hmm. And I think it. I think it will play a role in the rapid transition away from typical retail experiences. I really do. At some point. Everything's online. Or everything is locked up and stuff just sucks. And it oh. <laughs> people can just be trusted with less. And everybody it's it's everybody ends up suffering for the behavior of a small group. And even those that were participating in a different way. We have to sort of you have to program things for, um, you know, get spoiled for everyone, basically, is what I'm trying to say. Sure. I don't know. Retail, retail is already 
up for grabs uh, as far as 2023 is concerned. Post-COVID, it, retail is not what it used to be. Shopping malls? Malls are one thing, but just, I mean, just retail in general. It's more and more Amazon taking over the world. I don't know. Do you guys prefer that outcome? Do you prefer the outcome? I'm not saying Walmart's going anywhere immediately. I mean, can leave Portland. There's going to be brick and mortar. But just in general, you're actually centralizing things more by pushing. And again, this really depends because the thing, the problem I have, when I see some of these videos, whether, I don't know, maybe they're staged. When I see some of these videos of a thief being uh, reprimanded Mm -hmm. or caught or on camera, Mm -hmm. they seem so cavalier about it. Like they've been doing it for years and like it doesn't really matter where they're stealing from. Mm Mm-hmm. So my feeling is that I know it's mostly focused on these big corporations, but once it becomes the norm, once you've got a trend and a theme and, and it becomes an easy habit, it reaches into everything. It, reach, it, it eventually, for sure, it's going to touch small business as well, and it's going mm-hmm. to create a greater centralization of power in, the, in this particular space. We're not going to be able to get close to our goods. Everything's going to have to be shipped. Bezos is going to be responsible for sending you everything from some locked up warehouse that you're not allowed to get near with armed guards. It gets uglier. Uh Uh-huh. And what about the post um, responsibilities of like theft and then what happens to them? Is it just like a slap on the wrist or is it like something more... Um, I guess aggressive like going to jail or something so you're talking about punishment yeah well it it, it absolutely creates friction and negativity in general if, if somebody gets confronted if there's the clip I actually watched that clip that was the TV clip if you scroll down you and you don't need to play the clip but this woman walks straight out with the TV and everybody recording the video and in the in the parking lot is laughing there's a ha 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 look she got the whole tv she puts the tv in the car and proceeds to fall out of the car and almost get run over because the car driver is trying to speed away to for the getaway oh the whole thing is just so goofy yeah and obviously not sustainable mm-hmm. obviously not sustainable if you're willing to zoom out far enough mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously not sustainable <laughs> Uh, mind-bending gate design is an optical illusion extending back into space. Oh, what? That's cool. So this is a flat gate that looks like, from a distance, looks like it's 3D. Yeah. But it's flat, and all it's using to achieve that is just shapes. Mm-hmm. Just lines. This is a terrifying gate, by the way. It's very cool how they were able to achieve it, yeah, but it's it, also terrifying. Like, this is just before you're about to enter hell. There's definitely a warning there. Kind of looks like Bruce Wayne's gate. You're about to enter hell after yeah. you go through this gate. This is what happens after you steal a TV from Walmart. That's uh-huh, the, uh-huh. And then you get run over by the car. This is your next, this is the next thing you see. This is the last stop there. <laughs> A gate in Vienna, Austria is an optical illusion. Utilizing a one-point perspective, it appears to extend back into, into space and makes it look like an actual wrought iron gate is much further down the path. Thanks to clever use of line and scale, it all sits on a flat plane. 
Yeah, it does kind of look like you're about to walk down the gate itself to the secondary gate. Yeah. It has um, tiles here, I guess. I love it. Why don't we see more of this? What is this? This is craft from a craftsman, is it? Uh-huh. Yeah. Very smart. I like it. Uh, yeah, I love it. Yeah. TikTok could be banned in the U.S. with upcoming bill to prohibit foreign tech. This is from a U.S. senator. More than 30 U.S. states, Canada, and European policy institutions have banned TikTok from being loaded onto state-owned devices. They're all like, not on our phones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can have it on yours. I just, yeah. God, no. I know we always talk about TikTok potentially being banned, but I feel like this is the first step in it being more real. What do you mean? You're saying it's happening now? Well, the bill is about to be passed, right? Well, I don't know. I think it's hard. I I think they have to kind of wait with how the public feels about it too, right? Because you don't want to have any, you don't want to have an uproar in your constituency. You want to get sure. voted back in. It's easy on the government devices because you're like, what, those people? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not the voters I care about. Um. But it is, it's interesting. I don't know if they, if they ever get to the place. People seem to want their TikTok. But all it takes is just one bad story of some sort of like uh, algorithm or code that is uncovered. I'm talking about espionage? Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know, man. People trade security for convenience all the time. And mm-hmm. how many people you run into, you're like, hey, man, they're mining everything. And they're like, yeah, I don't, I don't have anything to hide. And you're like, no, no, no you don't yeah. understand. It's like, it's a big picture thing. And they're like, yeah, I don't, I don't care. I want to oh, watch, yeah. watch my stuff. Leave me alone. I'm barely alive anyway. Or until it's too late. I'm laying on this couch anyway. Yeah. Like, I don't really, I don't care. It's amazing how hard it is to combat the... Apathy. I don't care. Like, I don't care. Uh-huh. You can't, like, what do you say to that? You're like, uh-huh. all right. Well, Just coasting. That sucks for you, I guess. I don't care. It's like, well, I really uh-huh. wish, I mean, it, you, you might. There's like uh, the sense of teenage angst. Like, there might be something you care. Like, maybe you didn't, maybe you haven't tried. Maybe. I don't Nope. I just, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Optimism. Like defiant about it, too. Optimism is so fragile, man. It really, it really gets to you sometimes when you try to be on that side of things. And then if you're around enough of that, how contagious it becomes if you're around enough of that sentiment. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't care. Okay, I guess I don't care either. And the whole thing, uh, well, misery ensues eventually. Mm-hmm. Two U.S. senators plan to introduce legislation this week aimed at letting the government ban or prohibit foreign technology products such as Chinese-owned TikTok senator Mark Warner said on Sunday, I feel like those balloons expedited this. They, sure. got, the, they got the Chinese balloons, and then they were like, oh, yeah, that t- yeah. let's we should uh, speed up on that TikTok thing. Remember that? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's another type of balloon. It just happens to travel on your phone. The chairman of the Senate Intelligence Committee said TikTok would be one of the potentials for review under the new bill. The Democratic senator made the comments on Fox News Sunday about the potential ban. I don't know if there's more to this article. The bill comes at a time when TikTok is under intensifying pressure over concerns that data about U.S. users could end up in the hands of the Chinese government. The white It's like everything is spying now. I was reading an article today about Chinese-made cranes that are in shipping ports and how they feed information and that they could be tapped for surveillance and mm-hmm. all this potential uh, for 
ex- extraction of data. Uh, there's obviously tremendous skepticism specifically around TikTok, but it seems to still be go- going strong from a customer perspective. Uh, there are alternatives now in the form of YouTube shorts and Instagram reels. And mm-hmm. so people are watching all these things. I don't, as much as I think people are committed to the TikTok thing, there are they would just move over to some other thing. Yeah. As long as they can just scroll mindlessly forever, they would just go do that too. Uh-huh. Like, where do I? They just click on the mindless the escape button. Yeah. The escape key. It's so easy. Just next. Yeah. And other apps are getting better. Swipe. Good. Bad. Good. Caveman? Nothing. Good. Bad. Neither. Some days it'll just get you, Will. Yeah. Some days it'll get you. I'm not saying it's all you. You would run into something short and be like, "Hmm, okay, yeah, maybe, maybe there's more to it." Then you scroll to the next one. And you're like, "Nope, nope, nope. There's nothing more to it." No. Nope. Yeah, I always think that there's hope within shorts, and somehow I would derive more knowledge from it. <laughs> but it's so rare. It's so rare, and I have to scroll through like a hundred before I get one that's remotely interesting yeah. or interactive in some fulfilling way. in any way have you used uh shorts anytime yeah i was watch- i was watching shorts last night because we started post posting shorts okay, and so i'm yeah. always so hopeful i go into it optimistically and then <laughs> i go to bed terrified and your brain fried in physical pain yeah. and i'm just like man I really wish that went a different way. But I feel like the content on YouTube Shorts is a little bit better. Than TikTok? I think so. Yeah, maybe. There's less, like, dances. There's less random stuff. Well, YouTube, I I feel like YouTube already has such a big chunk of information on you as a youtube viewer for so many years i think their algorithm somehow caters i notice for example because i use youtube music i notice i'll get things correlated to youtube music taste Mm -hmm. which is like whoa holy plugging in the variety of data i've provided you but if i have a song in a playlist i might see shorts that have utilized that track Mm because they already know i like that track. think about that for it yeah very impressive. You know what I mean? I, I, know, I know TikTok's doing their TikToks too. Yeah. Mr. Beast is selling chocolate, but his fans keep having to clean up messes. Fans volunteer at Walmart to impress the biggest YouTuber in the world. Wow. What a, what a Kotaku that is. He's been doing the chocolate for a while, the Feastables. Uh-huh. And I guess it's getting beat up in the store, uh, in the Walmart. He's been selling it. Uh, online and in Walmart. And he went to Twitter to kind of say, hey, can you guys tidy up the shelves in the walls? <laughs> oh, this is so perfect, isn't it? We were just talking about Walmart closing stores in Portland. Uh, record theft. Accusations of record theft. Uh-huh. And loss of jobs. And now you have Mr. Beast asking... His fans to stock the shelves in Walmart 
as they go to buy his chocolate bar. And they're like, yeah, no problem. We'll help you out. Mm-hmm. I need your help. Next time you see Feastables in Walmart, scroll up, Will, uh, and soon to be new retailers, if you could clean up the presentation and make it look better, that would make me very happy. I'm building a team to do this routinely. I just need help in the short term. <laughs> He's building a dedicated team. Oh, my God. He's going to build a dedicated team to go store to store to make sure it's being presented presented well. in the right way. Oh, man. That is so we- such a weird to show how grateful I am to everyone that helped tidy titty things up. <laughs> Hey man. Hey. <laughs> well, it's just that. What the kids say? If you okay. put if you put an extra d in tidy, it becomes titty. <laughs> yeah. So it's just kind of weird. Uh, that helped titty things up. I'm going to donate a hundred thousand to charity. What charity should I do- donate it to? You should donate it to the Walmart charity. Yeah. For hiring more employees to do that, to titty it up. So. <laughs> That one got you, eh? Uh, I don't know. Like some spelling errors are nothing. They don't sound. They, you know what I mean? It doesn't make another word. Mm-hmm. This one is. This one is uh, more interesting. So um, would you do this? You're gonna get people trolling now that they, they, they go there and you, they mess They're, it up. Yeah. Like, it's just the world is so chaotic at this point. If you can't rely on the retailer to actually put it on the shelf. And for the users, the, the buyers themselves, not to just like smash everything. It's really, it's, it's, it's really strange. Now you got people posting the fact that they're going and sorting the shelves at Walmart for, 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 for what? They get a, they get a, a tweet back and it reminds you of the early days of social media when they had everybody convinced that. It was worth that it was worthwhile to poke one another on Facebook, and that that was valuable. You get a small little op, 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 do, sure? dopamine, uh, opioid like dose of positive uh, feedback. I think it's the same over here. They're like, "Well, Mr. Beast is going to give me a pat on the back. He's going to like my tweet after I." And it's just it's a funny relationship right now. Yeah. The same person that goes to tidy the shelves at Walmart because they might get a pat on the back from Mr. Beast wouldn't actually work there to get a paycheck instead. They prefer the pat on the back from Mr. Beast. This is complex. And then there's people that's destroying the stands. Well, I, I said, of course, that's yeah. what's going to happen. Just throwing chocolate with deodorant? I will continue to destroy your displays until you pay me 100K. It's... It, it's a it's a Just chaotic chaos. <laughs> it's a chaotic world. I knew this would happen as soon as you ask. People are like, "Okay, I'll do the opposite." <sighs> I guess we. I guess people have to go back and poke each other. Maybe that's a better move. Just go back online and just digitally poke each other. Yuck! Put your VR headsets on and poke around. Ugh. Because you're gonna it's gonna be safer bet than rearranging the store shelves in the soon-to-be-closed Portland Walmart. (laughs) (laughs) Grand Theft Auto 6 fan footage shows Unreal Engine 5 driven Vice City Splendor. 
<laughs> wow, what a headline. It does look... I like the... the uh, I particularly like the sun on the pavement. That's exactly what uh, I would think you would want to gravitate to. <laughs> I don't know. It just... It's, it just looks the most realistic. It's striking to me, though, like... If you were to draw an image of of sun hitting pa wet pavement, I don't. I'm not sure you would remember how even in your mind what that looks like, because you see the way it's sort of drying in sections. Yeah, it's it's a, it's beautiful. It's amazing. It's really imperfect, and that's what makes it look per perfect. Great. Yeah. Are you saying imperfections are perfect? Yeah, are the only thing that's perfect. Uh -huh. I think I've. Some sort of wabi-sabi situation. I think I can go with you on that. I think I can ride that train with you. I yeah. think we can go straight to the moon with that one. Okay. <laughs> uh, posted to YouTube earlier this week, creator Teaser Play envisioned the Grand Theft Auto 6 world in Unreal Engine 5. Based on prior leaks and information about the game, the technical or concept demo shows a part of what could be Vice City as we follow a female character Walking and driving around, you can check out the full demo here. It is, it is slick. Uh, we got some leaves on the ground, a lot of vehicles, and more vehicle models. Oh, this, yeah. looks, this looks amazing! This looks really good. I'm into this. You got to pick a what is that? Kind of looks like an Aston Martin or something mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that she got into. She goes for a drive. Oh, I, I sometimes I like doing this in open world games. Yeah. I try to act like a real, regular, law-abiding citizen. You know, stop at the stop signs. Uh -huh. I go... I, I Not just, running over anyone. Exactly. It's always so hard to do that, though. Like, look at this the left... crashing of the cars. It's yeah. so hard it's to just... To avoid. Do things normally. Well, this is pretty good so far. This is a good run. Okay, hit the brakes. Hit the brakes. Yes. Palm trees. What do you think about palm tree leaves? They're a bit messed up. <laughs> yeah, I think... Uh... It needs some work. But. Yeah, the palm tree leaves are a bit messed up. Um, it's a, it's a, it's so hard to make things. It's so easy to critique them. Yeah, how we dare can just you? spot all the imperfections. Yeah, that's yeah. wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. We're such humans, Will. Uh huh. Not I'm, sure. I'm guessing this uh, demo uses ray tracing, For so sure. yeah. the environment looks really real. Mm -hmm. Especially like the fact that it's overcast. It, uh, it's actually really hard to light a environment while it's overcast because of the shadows um they look kind of flat but this one looks really good you get like the the sun the pavement the wet ground as you say um yeah it's very well done i mean this could look like gta 6 it looks like it's about to get hammered with a hurricane or something oh uh, yeah yeah this is very cloudy here we have hair go ahead will um, Comment good, on hair. It's good dynamics. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's still a little bit floaty, mm -hmm. but um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, the weight is decent, and when it hits the <laughs> the hair, it, it looks fine. Yeah. Good specularity. It's 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 weird. the The items that stand out that you can identify is it's these really high bandwidth sections, leaves, hair. Yeah. Lighting is better now. Lighting yeah. has made major lighting and reflections major leaps. Hair and leaves, not yet. Yeah, they still need to work on that, but soon. It's incredible. So you got we're we're making very intense fan content for GTA Six. Man, to say people are pumped is probably an understatement here. Yeah, I can't wait. 
People are pumped. It's great. Metroid Prime is back after 20 years, and fans are still at war over how Samus fits in her power suit. Do you, are you a fan of Metroid at I all? I mean, did I play this on Game Boy? Is that what I did? It was big on Game Boy. Yeah, I think I played it on Game Boy. So Samus has like a really, you know, um, iconic suit. But somehow people can't figure out um, how she fits hmm. because of the broad shoulders. <laughs> and oh. to this day, I mean, it's still a mystery. Isn't it just like football like or hockey? Isn't it just like shoulder pads? Yeah, but you would still have to have really broad shoulders to fit. Especially when Samus is like a very petite, like slender girl, I guess. But yeah. It kind of fits here. Yeah, I, this, just, this just depends on how, like, why do you think that she's so slender? Because right here it says she's 6'3 and weighs 198. Nothing slender about that. Um, yeah. Um, but based on, like, um, drawings, illustrations, she's, she's even in Smash Brothers. And she's, like, this slender character. So so maybe it's the character that needs work and not the suit. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Inconsistent proportions over the years. A spread in Nintendo Power magazine around the era of Super Metroid suggested that she's 6'3 tall and weighs 198. Strong, muscular woman. So there you go. That was the, that's OG. Nintendo Power Magazine, how, how long ago was that? They got to go with that. So you think this is... I think, you're right looking choice, at, I think you're looking at a strong, powerful woman <laughs> in a strong, powerful suit. I'm all for it, dude. All right, yeah. I'm with it. So it's coming back to all the modern consoles? Is that what's going on? Um, yeah, I think they're probably going to remake it or have like a new version, a new game. But yeah, with the proportions, I never got that. I never got it. This is still bugging you, this proportional thing? It kind of does, yeah. What That I'm, Nintendo can't acknowledge it. Well, but it can't... <laughs> See, that's her. That's her. Guys, the shoulders don't have to go up in there. They can just be... Do the shoulders... Where does the arm articulate? I'm guessing here, right? Because if you've ever seen... Have you seen football shoulder pads? They sit on top. They don't articulate. The joint is not there. They just stay stable. Maybe yeah. maybe I need to know how the articulation actually works here. Yeah. Maybe that's what I need to need to see. But yeah, there's a lot of like fan theories and yeah, yeah. You know what? These uh, all these people do, drawing all these things. They should what they really should be doing is heading to different WalMarts and fixing shelves full of feastables. Uh, yeah. And then. Uh, Mr. Beast can Mr. acknowledge. <laughs> That's what should be going on. Can heart your tweet. That's right. Yeah. Researchers translate brainwaves into scarily accurate images using stable diffusion AI. I actually saw this a couple days ago. Hmm. Researchers have been able to use stable diffusion models to reconstruct images from human brainwaves. So what do they do? They put the fMRI on your head. They show you an image. Mm -hmm. They ask you to recall that image. Mm -hmm. You recall it, then that data of your recollection is transmitted to stable diffusion. 
who's able to take that memory and turn it into a visual representation. That's crazy. That's crazy. How brainwaves can be used into another technology like stable <laughs> diffusion and then it spits out these We're talking images. about brain to tech interface. Yeah. That's what we're talking about eventually. Connection. Uh the best one is by far the teddy bear that that turns into like a melted gummy bear. <laughs> I like that one, but it is kind of the colors. I'm but, surprised that it's the also when you think of a memory, uh -huh. I wonder how close it actually is. If I were to say to you that teddy bear I showed you earlier, what did it look like and then you brought up the image in your mind, I wonder what the resolution of that actually is in your head. It's obviously not mm -hmm. picture perfect. It's not a carbon replica. But maybe it will be in the future. Maybe it will be. Dude, I feel like this could be interpreted and used in dreams. Right? Scanning your brain waves and then you can it's really look relive at your dream. Look at the one to the left over there. And how much better the AI one looks. Yeah, that one. The, that's the real photo? Yeah. And look at the AI one. Woo! Yeah. Upgrade. You like this one? The plain, the plain one is more like a memory. The snowboarder, more like a memory. What's The tower one with the clock gets really weird. It turns into Minecraft or something. Uh-huh. And the train is probably the most photorealistic of the bunch but also strangely off. But even the direction of the train. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Man, very impressive stuff. I'm yeah, scared. Yeah. No, I mean, it's the future. Yeah, previous studies involved training and possibly fine-tuning of generative models such as GANs with the same data set used in the fMRI experiments. Researchers explains challenging is these generative models are not only awkward as heck to work with, but the training material is super limited. It looks like the... Osaka researchers have been able to circumvent these limitations using stable diffusion, as the and the results are looking genuinely impressive. Yes, I mean they can do it. Get your get your brain chips ready. Get your brains ready for your chips. Uh, wait, is this the last one? Uh, no, it's not the last one. It's the second last one. Okay, yeah, there's a few more. Okay, it's the third last one. You might like this one. I saw this one as well. I did not know that you had uh, added it. Johnny Depp is making a fortune selling paintings of celebrities, which he's not the first to go in this avenue. The pa go You go from mega famous person doing one task to I'm a painter. Yeah, think, Jim Carrey did it. And so did George Bush. Oh, yeah. <laughs> From president to painter. <laughs> no, I think there's something, when you've had so much exposure and such an unusual life experience, I don't know. I, 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 For some reason, I really understand this. Just simplify. You're just in a room with a blank sheet. It just nothing else, just this. Yeah. And there's something so beautifully direct about that. Very raw. Now, obviously, in this case, you have had tremendous success in the past, which kind of allows you to explore or endeavor in this mm -hmm. area and to actually turn it into a business almost immediately. Yes. But that all that said, these images are kind of cool that he creates. I think this is the best uh, transition from some 
different uh, occupation to a painter than there ever was. Oh, you love these. These are amazing. Oh, you, oh you love the. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to just back, huh? I'm going to just back up for a second. I gotta say, I like them. I like them, but you're about to go off. I'm I'm just very surprised at his uh, paintings of celebrities. Um, yeah, Mick Jagger here, but yeah, like the style of it, and he's selling out like his prints, not the original, but his prints are just doing very well. Um, you can kind of see Heath Ledger, Bob Marley. Yeah, they're. I mean, go ahead, Will. It's around 3,500, 3,700. Um, British pounds. Yeah, for a print. Go ahead, Will. And they're limited edition and they're all sold out. Yeah. So, yeah, these are better than, N- better than NFTs, Will. These are very good. I'm, I'm thoroughly surprised. Which one are you, which one are you, uh, are you grabbing? Ah, dude. Friends and heroes. I like the Bob Marley. You take the Bob Marley. You You get the color and the uh, headwear there. It's pretty cool stuff. Yeah. River Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice outlet, man. No doubt. I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. Are you going to get one? Now, these are adaptations of photographs. That's interesting. Yeah. I just noticed that because there was photo credits there. Yeah. Photographer Michael Michael O'Neill. That's Hunter S. Thompson. Uh-huh. He puts in, in, in the Hunter S. Thompson one, he puts the text on top of it. That's interesting. Yeah, the he tried something have new. have the quote there. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I Listen, peace and love, Will. <laughs> you go, you go, you meditate, you, you do your thing. You, he, he. Do you remember the court case stuff going on? Yeah. Oh. Super stressful for her. Oh, I just, I would, I, yeah, let's just go paint, man. Let's just. And he. Uh, let's just go paint a little bit. Doesn't he sing as, as well? Yeah. Or play a guitar? Mm-hmm. Go on tours? Mm-hmm. He's a real artist, I feel like. Okay, Willie, man, you went off on this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm very impressed. You went Good off. Good job, Johnny. You went off. Uh, mates find rare $100,000 item on Aussie Beach. Absolutely genuine. So this is the story. I didn't read this article, but I read... Did, they, did he take it to Antiques Roadshow? Is this the guy? I'm not too sure. Okay. We'll find out. A pair of Aussie treasure hunters have struck gold on a beach in Western Australia, unearthing a rare piece of history, which could be worth as much as 100000 Leon Deschamp, Deschamp and Shane Thompson were scouring the dunes at Shark Bay with metal detectors when they came across a figurine back in 2018. They suspected they might have hit the jackpot. The duo made, a, made another big investment. The two friends poured 50000 into research to confirm it was a bronze infant Buddha statue belonging to the 15th century Ming dynasty dating back to imperial China. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just on the beach. So they spent 50K into research? That's pretty weird, but... I'm guessing it's priceless at this point. No, apparently they said it's a hundred grand. It's price, probably priceless to them. But they spent fifty thousand dollars. I, I don't even know what that research would entail. With the fit, did they travel around the world? Is that plane tickets? Is it hiring uh, an expert investigators? Anyway, 
Traveling to the UK to appear in the BBC's Antique Roadshow overnight, an Asian art expert confirmed that the item could fetch 100000 at auction. He went on to explain that the infant figurine was brought out in ceremonies to celebrate Buddha's birthday. The historic find could even rewrite history books. I'm amazed to find out that this is the Ming Dynasty because that does make it the oldest Chinese artifact in Australian history. Yeah, how did it get to Australia? Hmm. Ming Dynasty, how did it get to Australia, Will? It could indicate that the Chinese visited, visited the region 200 years before. It could indicate a lot of things. How are you going to get that down there? It's far away. <laughs> the metal, I used to, I used to have a... washed ashore or something? I used to have a strange... I think everybody actually has some sort of metal detector... Um, drive like a metal detector drive. Like, it, wouldn't it? Wouldn't you be curious to see what you could discover just walking around with a metal detector? Oh yeah, I've always wanted beat. to do that. Isn't that seem cool? Hunt for treasure. You see people do it. Even so I, get some coins. You yeah, know? it seemed just a little mini treasure hunt. With yeah. A metal detector. I don't know. Some point in your life well, hasn't, the, hasn't worked out for me to this point. I, mean, I don't own one or anything, but. Yeah. When you're a kid, that seems like the coolest idea. And you also see like old people on the beach just uh, rigged up, With just the, walking yeah. along. Yeah, you know? they, 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 they. It, there must be YouTube channels about this. Oh yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah. Just like the scuba diving, look what we found. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, this bronze statue is in really good condition. I love it. I think it's a really cool. I love it. I, I agree with you though. They say, "Oh, it could fetch a hundred thousand, but really, it's at once it's that old, it's kind of it is sort of priceless." Yeah, it should belong into a museum. You kind of hang on to that or figure yeah. figure it out because so old. Uh huh. All right, last one. Speaking of wash, oh sport. yeah, this I found this really intriguing. I'm I sent this. Uh, I, I'm. <laughs> I like this story. It's <laughs> yeah, a, it's very cool. It's a weird, it's a weird, weird story. Unsettling. It's, a, it's a story of how orange pieces of plastic kept washing up on the same beach in France. And people wondered what the hell was going on. And yeah. then they eventually would piece these things together and recognize that it's Garfield. Garfield, the famous cat from the comic books and the cartoons or whatever. And not, but not Garfield like a, a toy, but Garfield a phone. Mm. Garfield was so big at a moment that there was a demand for Garfield phones. And I'm not talking about smartphones. I'm talking about actual desktop house phones with a cord on them. Okay. And for the like 30 plus years, these orange pieces have been washing up on a shore look go to the original ad for this phone scroll down over there on the left the garfield telephone bottom left the ad look at this this is what you would have you would have been well you would have been reading a magazine for kids and you would have seen this ad and you would have said i mom i got i want one of these mm. in my room mm -hmm. i want a garfield phone can you imagine what a phone? What I'm going to read the text from the ad. This is the 80s or whatever this is, or 90s, early 90s, late, uh, late, early 80s. What I don't even know what era I'm in here. No, for 30 years. What does it say? It's, is there a copyright 1978 over there? Damn, dude. I think it says 19. 
I feel like it says 1978. You got to scroll down. Yes, 1978. Oh. Anyway, so you're, it's 1978. You're 12, 13 years old. The cool kids are in their room talking on their own phones. And you say, I want the Garfield phone. What happens is you hang up the phone and the eyes close shut because he, oh, okay. he was a lazy cat, wasn't he? Yeah, and always eating. He was a lazy, fat cat, wasn't he? Yeah. Why are you worried about that? Well, you can't say fat cat. No, it just reminds me of myself. You're a lazy, fat cat. Yeah. Kirkland drip go crazy, TBH. <laughs> to be honest, Kirkland drip go Dude, crazy. Dude, I'm going to look for that next time I go to Costco. So I showed my kids it. and they said they are yeah. totally down. They, yes. they thought it was sick. And I was like, Dude. really? I, I was like, wow, maybe, maybe, just maybe Kirkland drip go crazy. <laughs> they did something. Just maybe it does. Yeah. So if you go... You go, you buy it. We'll do it on the show. I will, yeah. You, I'll wear it. If you have time to go over there and it's actually there, you buy that stuff. Yeah. I'll fund it. I'll No, I'm keep, going grocery keep shopping. Your, keep your receipt or whatever. Yeah, I buy the I'll, whole thing. I'll fund it for the purpose of this show because we got to get to the bottom of it. And we need to find out if Kirkland Drip goes crazy. Stay tuned, everyone. <laughs> Oh my God! Look, listen, look! What a fun phone! Lift the receiver, and Garfield's eyes open. All the latest features: last number redial and mute button for privacy. Mm. Listen to your features in 1978. Cool. I love this story. I wish that this entire show, Will, I could just talk about these stories. Okay, okay, all right. Yeah. So the orange pieces are washing up, and. The citizens get curious. The pedestrians, the passerbys, the beachgoers. And eventually, volunteers from an anti-litter group, they're like, enough with the orange plastic. Who is, what kind of weird scheme is this? With the Garfield orange phones on the beach, we don't want it. They go for a dive, don't they? And they start looking around and they happen upon a cave, which they can only enter when the conditions are perfect to get in there because the waves are bashing. And you know what they find? They find the Holy Grail, the giant stash of undelivered Garfield phones from 30 years prior. What? How did it get in there? fell off of a container ship. It's a giant crate of undelivered phones. They never oh, made wow. it where they were going, Will. Wow. Never made it to those households with all those privacy features in 1978. Uh, the poor souls who didn't get one. And so they were sitting in there getting bashed around by the waves and slammed into the rocks and being distributed on the beach one phone at a time for the next 30 years. Of course, at this point, they worked hard to try to extract what they could from the ocean. And here you can see the remnants, cords, and cables, and phone components. Should we see the commercial? Like an artifact. And the aliens come and this is all they find. It's all that's left of humanity is yeah. remnants of Garfield phones. Yeah. You know what? Play the commercial, Will. 
That's it. Wow. No, way. no dude. Way. That's not the commercial. Wow. It's called Serious Man. Period. Garfield phone. <laughs> and it's the best ad I've ever seen in my life. Period. Hands oh, down. His face. Period. Hands down. <laughs> It's a game-changing moment for me. I will never be the same. There was me before this ad, and now there's me after. Oh, wow. Serious man. What a beaut. Garfield phone. I'm changing. I am changing my plans. Uh-huh. All right? There was me before. There's me after. My plans going forward are different than they were prior to that clip. A new perspective. The type of content I create. Uh, the projects I'm willing to work on, the things I say yes to and no to, it all changed right there that moment. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. Thank you very much to everybody who joined here today. It's a special time. It's a special year. Don't let don't don't let it get to you. The chaos. The chaos is always going for your jugular. I want you to wear a neck guard. There's a device in hockey. You put it around your neck. You protect the jugular because the chaos is coming. Okay. But you have the right protection. You will fend off the chaos. You You will defend the order. Defend the order. And, uh... Get yourself a Garfield phone. All right, later, later.